Demolition Derby is the greatest sport on earth. Nothing tops it. How many cows do you pass before you see another human being in <laughs> South Dakota? <laughs> we do appreciate you coming on, Gumby. It's fantastic. It was. Can uh, we tell Derby lies is a good thing? Right? <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah, we were just actually last weekend, we were with one of your. I don't know. I, I think it's one of your close friends. We were down in South Dakota with Big Daddy. So. Oh, Mr. Chrisman. <laughs> yep. Yes. A yes. wagon man. Yeah. Did you go through his shop? Uh, oh, yeah. With the, did he take you upstairs? Oh, yeah. It's a pretty yeah. good habit. Yeah. <laughs> He's uh, a collector of all sorts. We'll put it that way. Yeah, I thought he was just a wagon guy. And then we went upstairs and the antiques and the automobile. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. I, you know, very impressive. Yeah, the Demolition Derby arcade game. I've never seen one before. Yeah. The, the sit-down one? Yeah. It was the flat top? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty... Really, a, that was pretty cool. I saw that, and then, you know, <laughs> I went up there to meet. What did I go up there for? It was to meet um, Devil Dog to pick up some transmissions. That's okay. Big Daddy Shop. Yep. That was the halfway point. Sure. Did you? What did you think of the drive to get there? Well, for us, it's only an hour fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's you know, not bad. Um, you guys know the what Family Feud is, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well. I was driving there. I was just driving from my wife's from um, South Dakota, Mission, South Dakota. Okay. And driving up there, I was like, there's nothing. <laughs> it was like endless roads with nothing. Yeah. I was like, I could come up with a couple good family feud questions while driving. One of yeah. them was, how many cows do you pass before you see another human being <laughs> in South Dakota? <laughs> there's, it's just, I was like, Man, this is out here. But yeah. then you pull up into a town, a cute town. You know, right, right. Pollock. Pollock. Yep. Yep. Well, how's it spelled? P O L L O C K. Pollock. Yeah. Oh, don't do that there. I yeah. tell you, he's like, it's not Pollock. I'm like, I'm looking at the words. That's Pollock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's Pollock, South Dakota. But man, he's got a nice little setup. Yeah. I yeah, think he he's the mayor, the fire crew chief, the scrapper. I think he does everything in town. The priest, yeah, yeah no, he's not. He, he's not, but he could be. You know, he does. He does a lot for you know. He does a lot for that, the community. A lot for the community up there. Fishing and all. all yeah, that. yeah. I mean, the, he does a lot. He's a he's a funny cat. Very yeah. opinionated and very political. And yeah, makes me laugh every time I see him. Yeah. yeah. One thing with with uh, Jeff, you know, he'll tell you what he exactly what he thinks. There's never a doubt. Yeah, right. a, lot, a lot of people won't, though. You know, when you come to respect an opinion like that, when you say, hey, what, what do you honestly think about this? And I'll right. tell you. Whether That's you, the best type of people to be around because you right. always know where you stand. Right. Exactly. It does not matter. Yeah, exactly. And once you, you have that kind of uh, relationship, it's not a big issue. Right. So. Right. Well, I guess uh, what got you into the motorsports, into the Derby and oh, back? 1973 is what happened. 73? 1973, I went yep. to. First ever demolition derby back in Bishop's Bishop, California. Yep. And I was back then. There was a cartoon that you guys are way too young called Speed Racer. You probably never heard of Speed Racer. And now you're in the motorsports talking. Maybe I need to go watch a little Speed Racer. Yeah. But, um, maybe. Went and my grandmother was. I was watching Speed Racer at home. And she goes, "Do you want to see a real race car?" And she took me over and showed me a derby car. It was all painted up nice. I'm like, every day I made her take me to see it because in a small town there was track or right that. and she goes you want to go to the derby and i go didn't know what the derby was and they right. said we went and when they started hitting my jaw dropped they couldn't get <laughs> my head off the arena and from then on it's been it was a 
absolute obsession. Yeah. Right. You know, it was like growing up Santa Claus and all that, you know, if you're not good, Santa Claus ain't coming. In my right. house it was, if you're not good, you're not going to the Derby. <laughs> yeah. So, and it was once a year. Yeah. So I didn't even know there was another Derby. Right. So that, it was just one time a year. And oh, wow. what I lived for. And when I was 16, 14, I bought my first car and started building it and it didn't run, didn't know how to put a timing chain in a 383 Chrysler. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Where it went down, from yeah, there, down the rabbit hole, huh? Sixteen and never looked back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you st- do you still run? I haven't driven for a few years. Um, I am gonna make. I don't know how long of a comeback it's gonna be, but this year we're gonna get in a car or two. Um, I want. I'm. Retirement's right around the corner. I, I mean, yeah. We do podcast. You know. Right. Full contact derby TV. We do all these other things and. Right. And so I've got enough, my feet in enough stuff that I feel like I'm still part of the, right. the, the derby world. But I'm going to get in a couple. I'm not. Last time I drove, I got hurt and haven't driven since then because of business and work. It's just been crazy. Yeah, right. I'm not going out injured. So I am going to go out and run a couple this year, and then we'll see where from there. Sure, sure. And have you been a part of uh, Stern Dirt since the beginning? Yep, first year. Johnny and I um, sat down. He was running up. Show called Hot Rock and Forth. He'd done it for one or two years. I was running uh, two or three shows for fairs down in Salt Lake. Sure. Um, doing those shows, and, he, and we sat down. And I knew Johnny from as another driver. I didn't. Right. Know, it wasn't a business deal. It was right. Intermingled at the shows, and we just sat and started talking about the shows we were putting on. And he goes, and I think it was Johnny's ideas. Is you know we had to join forces and just do a do a series of shows together and right we're like why not so we're like what are we going to call it and i think jerry his johnny's wife came up and said stern dirt and we're like sounds good we're mixing up the dirt so right it just it just was a snowball that started at the top of the hill and rolled now it's this it was a big snowball in the last few years we started to wind down a little bit the snow started to fall off and it's sure. smaller which is great right i think we're both ready for Semi-retirement? Yeah, camping. Um, now that I like camping. Family. So. Yeah. <laughs> Family life. Yeah. I mean. At some point, it's it's a mat- <clears throat> the end of that road's going to come for everybody, you know. You just where you're just like, all right, now i got to focus a little bit more on my family here. Right. Well, Yvette, you'll see how much derbies are changing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. from when I started driving to where they're at today, it is night and day. And I grew up, I, we call it old school. Yeah. I'm set in my ways, old school style. You know, right. all these guys, you know, you met with TJ. Was TJ here last night? Yeah, yeah. TJ McPhee. You know, yeah. TJ, those guys are dedicated, good builders. They they, they spend hours, months, months weeks. And money, <laughs> money more. And I never was raised that way. I was raised in, you buy a car that runs and drives. You know, I yeah. always bought Chryslers to start. And then I started buying wagons, but they all ran. Mm-hmm. Right. Know, and that's what we ran. And so I'm more of an old school like some of the new modern things. It was like, what's the best parts that came out? And I'm like, two things. Brake pedals, drive lines. And yeah. Because I always hated building drive lines. Yeah. Drive lines. So those are my two favorite aftermarket parts and headers, of course. It created, yeah. changed the whole experience for the crowd. Yes. So, right. So oh, even the, yeah, the drive shafts have been, since the day they came out, just been monumental. I mean, they've been huge. Yeah. It's yeah. almost a no-brainer not to have one anymore. I don't know if you can. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, you can't be competitive. No. I mean, some. a lot of we see some places will be like uh, 
farthest placing with the stock drive shaft. You know, they'll have like bash for cash somewhere does that. Yeah, they yeah. do some weird wards like that. You know, with with stock drive shaft, but it's, you know, it's again that's a massive gamble. A huge well, gamble. See, we still, you know, out here we're we're doing. You you hear about it back east, the Joker wire class, and you know, Joker lives here in Utah now. And okay. He we were talking a couple of years ago, and he's like. You guys don't know how big of an impact it would be for you guys if you did a wire class. So we started to put on a wire class two years ago for the first time in Utah. And it is factory drive lines, factory. It's sure. factory. Right. And, man, what a blessing for Utah. Yeah. And getting that new blood, um, you know, because, you know, we're always like, why are there no drivers starting in the sport? Right. Why are we not gaining them? And then we and I said, okay. If you were a brand new driver, you didn't have ten friends that goes to, goes to a show with you, and you went out there and had to run. You know, for instance, T.J. McPhee. Yeah. Okay. T.J. is experienced. He's good. He's got a lot of friends. They all go to the shows. Right. I'm a new kid that comes into a show that builds a car in four days, goes out in the arena. Who's usually the first car out? And they right. usually get trashed quick. Right. They spent months building a car, the same amount of time as TJ put in his car because they had to sit there and scratch and go, right. what's this rule mean? Yeah. Right. You know, and they don't come back. You right. Know, that's, that's where we're losing, you know. So a wire class has got rid of that. Right. A lot of that, and it's really been a huge blessing because we're gaining, you know, getting kids excited. You know, young kids are winning 1000 bucks when they're 13, 14. Yep. And they're getting a little experience. And, and we've watched over two years as those, they have got to be a lot better. You can see them the first time they're out there shaking. And, <laughs> and then now they're like <sighs> coming out in there. Now they're on Confident. the internet with each other, talking smack with each yep. other. And they're excited about it. Yeah, right. That's the best thing that's happened for us in years. Yeah, right, right. And uh, you were a big part of the Vegas show. Great shows. Yeah. First Vegas show. Which show were you guys at? I don't remember. I ran the team show. Team. Yeah. At 19? Yeah. I, I have lots of good memories of that show, and I have a lot of really bad memories of that show. That track beat us. Yeah. It hurt you guys. Yeah. There was about three or four things. You know, I tell people about the Vegas show. They're like, what do you think about it? And I go, the first shows we did in Vegas, which were the three individual nights, probably the best shows we've ever put on in our life. Yeah. I mean, they were just spectacular, and they were just well-received. The second Vegas show, which was the team show, yep. probably a little over our heads at the time. You know, we, we've all been to Blizzard Bash. We've all right. done those shows, yeah. and we're like, we can do that. Right. Oh, boy. I tell you, it's not as easy as it looks. <laughs> right. You know, and not to say we were over. I think if we were to do it again, we could get it right. Right. We have different expectations. You know, now the, we know what it takes. Right. And you don't know difference between a driver east coast to west coast they are completely different in mentality thought reasons for doing things and so blending all that culture out west right because we had a lot of west coast drivers that don't travel east right it was brutal yeah you know and they're like he's cheating i'm like but you know you can't explain that yeah right so it was we we got we took our lumps, and, and rightfully so. You know, as a prom- promoters, don't always do things that are right either. You right, know? And so, right. You know, I don't think there was any ill intent in it, but at the same point, 
some lumps. Right, yeah. right. But love the show. I mean, the I don't think, I will say coast to coast, you will not ever find another venue or anything anywhere close to what happened in Vegas. Right, right. That, that still, probably our, our number one most, are you ever going to do Vegas again? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, they don't want to do Vegas at the racetrack. Right. When you can sit on top of the casino in the swimming pool, watch the show down. You, you can walk <laughs> yeah. into a buffet five minutes away and right. play it in, throw 20 bucks on the blackjack table, and just the part, you know, Fremont Street across the I mean, how do you top? Yeah. You don't. Right. You that was an experience. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and will it happen again? <laughs> Maybe. Working on it. Yeah. We are trying to make it happen. Problem with Vegas, I can put two and a half of our big shows on right. for the cost of one Vegas show. Right. Yeah, I know I talked to Johnny, I don't know, it was a couple of years after I ran Vegas because we did win a spot back if it were ever, you know, how that yeah. format went. And, uh, well, Jeff had ran one of our shows, so I talked to Johnny about the whole points deal. Um, and I asked him, you know, the same question. He basically said the same thing. You know, even the seating alone was, like, mega expensive. Oh, mega yeah, expensive. And, and the problem is COVID is what really Wow. Yeah. Because yeah. they don't have – they have the arena there. And yep. they bring in a couple small bleachers for their shows. Right. Those big – the big bleachers were brought in for the Derby. Right. Get those put in. If I recall – 50, 60 grand to bring them in, set them up. I think that's, yeah, if I recall right, that's what Johnny told me. It was like something like eight bucks a seat or something like that. To bring them that in. come up to like 50 grand. And our part of the deal was we'll bring in the drivers to fill your hotel room. You're providing the arena. Right. And the seating. And now they've tore all those out. And they're like, if you want to come back. It's on you. You have to pay. And it's like. Right. So, you know, a show that. A lot more upfront costs. We're, we're probably, if you were the team show, which was a lot more expensive because of prize money, right? it would probably cost a quarter of a million dollars to put that show on. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's just like, does, do you want to pay 150 bucks a ticket to watch the show? Right. I don't think you Was the Plaza pretty good at working with you guys as Plaza far as? Plaza was great to work with. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think they were all in, in, but COVID, when COVID hit, you know, they were shut down for how, how much money did they lose over it? Right. You know, so it, it just, it affected everything. Cr- in your communities, I'm sure it affected costs oh, yeah. and everything. And so it just changed the mentality mentality of it, the ability to do it. Right. Um, you know, we had two more shows scheduled, and every time we get closer to COVID, the city wouldn't release and allow it. And, right. and by that time, they'd pulled the bleachers down because they were charging them to rent. You know, it's like, oh, just, right, it right. Just, it shut it all down. Yeah, when that COVID kind of came through, obviously that I mean that screwed everybody. You know, east east to west, north south, mm-hmm. all these shows that were planned, and you know, and then it, in some areas it drug on for a lot longer. You know, than normal. Right. Like we had, you know, California, what, in New York. I think it's still affecting a lot of things. Yeah. Right, right. And then, what nineteen twenty, we had, you know, we had some guys from Canada coming down running, um, across our shows, and they're like, you know, some of our places. A lot of our places back home are still shut down. He's like, so either we come down here and run, or we don't. We stay home and if don't run. If they can get across the border. Right. <laughs> yeah, the border was the issue. You yeah. Know? Um, 
especially towing in and towing out. I know right. people that were coming into Blizzard Bash that would, they had, you know, they're in the oil industry, and so yep. they were able to get across the border for work. Right. So they were building cars in the States, yes. living in Canada. You know, Devin Granville. He was building in the U.S. Yeah. from Canada. Great guy, by the way. Yeah, so oh, yeah. Yep. Then all them Canadians. Right? <laughs> I'm telling you, that is a... You talk about the difference in a driver from New York to California. Well, that Canadian group is its whole type of <laughs> yeah. you know, amazing people, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've had some experience with it. You know, while all of our shows are right, obviously, on the border there. Yeah. So we get we get a few of those guys to trickle in. You, have you ever met Neil Wynott? Hmm, nope. Neil Wynott. I don't know about him. Yeah, he's a hoot. Oh, man. <laughs> he's one of those that you know where you stand walking in the front door. So right. Like, man, Judge me already. I haven't even said hello yet, you know. <laughs> but no, great people. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. They are. We've had good luck with them. Yeah, but but back to what I was saying there with COVID. You know, coming back those first when when derbies first started happening again. You know, the car counts were down everywhere. A lot of people yeah. didn't come back right away, or you know, for financial reasons maybe. You know, a lot of people obviously went unemployed or got laid off when their place of employment got shut down for a while there. So right. then, like coming back into it. You know, for there's, for a matter of different reasons. You know, maybe some people just got lazy. You know, we're like I, I'm used to not. For the last year, I didn't spend my whole summer building the cars. It's right. kind of nice. You can give them handout checks and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's interesting to hear from your perspective up there here in Utah. We have, Stern Dirt has been more has had two of the best years we've ever had mm-hmm. after COVID. Yeah. Um, you cannot go to a, I mean, and I'm not going to say it's just Stern Dirt because we've got, you know, Stern Dirt, well, there is three or four pretty darn good promoters or people that yeah. run shows here in Utah outside of us. Mm-hmm. We're having amazing success. In I mean, last two years, every one of our shows have sold out with drivers and cars. Like right now, we've just released our, we opened up registration for our fourth show this year. The first three are all full. Sure. You cannot sell another spot in them. We're over full, and it's been sort of crazy. It's like okay. where Vegas, we got killed in Vegas. Yeah. Here, blessed. I mean, it's like it, right. arenas sold out. Everything. It's crazy. <laughs> right, right. So, but it's, it's just, it's, yeah. It's, it's interesting how a pandemic. National, I'm going to call it a national crisis. Yeah, you know, we, we all have our different belief systems of what it was all about. Right, it's, depending on how you look at it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's how that can affect so many in different ways. Yeah, yeah, it did. Um, switch gears a little bit. What got you involved in the Gladiators of Steel? <laughs> Boy, I have to reminisce for that. No, yeah, um, you know, years and years ago, um, I was in a show called Kings of Crash. Yes. Uh, that was back in 12. I think we filmed in 12. And I broadcast in 13. Good show. Truly a document, not a documentary, truly a reality show. A lot yeah. of twisting of words and splicing of words together. You know, that right. definitely happened. You know, yeah. didn't even know it was going to happen until we watched it the first time. I'm like, holy crap. Right. I don't remember that, but okay. You know, right. And, and then a couple years, in 15, 16. Another company came along, and we filmed a whole show, a whole season. It got to the point where episode one, it was going to be a series, was done, completed. It was amazing. And 
for one reason or another, financially, it did not happen. Sure. Um, I'm not going to lay the blame on anything. It sat there. Well, after two years of waiting for that to happen, um, Rocco, who's the director, was yep. also the director of that show. Um, you know, all of our um, contracts, no compete clauses, had, right. had expired. And we're like, you know something? We've got enough knowledge that we've done this. We've done something like this before. Right. But they've all been reality, a lot of reality-based. Yeah, There's right. a lot of stuff that, you know, the, uh, I'm not going to say the word scripted, but they're like, they're like, Rocco's like, have we ever thought about filming a true documentary? Right. And we're like, Honestly, no, <laughs> but they're like, run the numbers, see what's going to cost, and Sterner was presented the opportunity to be an investor. Now, Stern, Gladiators has, it's not Sterner. Right, um, we right. We make that very, it's not Sterner Racing, it is Gladiators of Steel. Um, we invested, Sterner invested money in it. Sure. Yep. And we let them use some of our shows to film. Right. And answered a lot of questions of what would be good, and it, and the, point was I was like make it a true documentary right you know I, I've had people contact me afterwards and said I thought it was a little bit of a stern dirt commercial and I'm like I said okay let's step back I said did you hear in the Vegas show how they were criticizing stern dirt right did you hear how they said this is a, we told them I don't care if you want to use stern dirt in the show right but be we do something wrong. Put it explain in the show. it. Yeah. Right. Explain it. We don't. We want it to be real. And you know, you hear comment a little bit. It's an amazing. Have you have you guys had the chance to watch it? Yeah. yeah. What did yep. you think? You're coming from not Utah. What did you think, honestly? I liked it. Um, so the, the big take I get out of it, you know, we talked about this with Rocco and stuff yesterday, but you can tell from the interviews. You know, the, even the little short interviews where they just get a quick opinion out of one of the drivers at one of the shows or something. Um, you know, they're telling you what's act, what they're actually thinking. Yeah. A which, heartfelt message. Which, yeah. you, which you don't get. And and I will say, and if, if we're all to be honest about it, you, see, you get a little bit of the Utah West feel of what a derby is. Right, yeah. right, yeah. Now, and I tell everybody, if I was to go film in Ohio... Right. Have the exact same experience. It's going to have the Ohio experience. Exactly. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but everybody's like, "What were you hoping to?" I said, "We didn't look at the Derby drivers per se and the Derby crowd as what we wanted this to look like." Right. We said, "If this is presented to the world, to people outside of Utah, right. outside of the United States, or into the United States, where people don't go to a Derby, do they understand what a Derby's about?" Right. That's what it was re- there to represent is a, so you can see how much time, passion, love. That's why it's broken up into different, you know, you got the Derek Shelley, the yep. family side of it. Right. How many different families could you put in the, in that video? Right. Thousands. Across the country. Yeah, there's a lot. if the people across the country that don't go to derbies can see that and appreciate it, then we've, then it was successful. Right. And that was what was aimed at. Now, we hope that drivers and that really enjoy it because you know if it would if it does good and 
it continues to go forth and it gets into where the mainstream public that doesn't build their because right. starts watching it and it does really well. Season two, a season three, or a show two, show three sure. could happen, and maybe those go to Kansas, New York, right, Canada, and film there so you can see a little bit different perspectives because right. the story has only partially been told. It, right. It's just, and, and that's, so we got involved that way and said, sure, we'll invest in it, and, you know, it was a good experience. Yeah. Um, and I think... I've watched it. I try to watch it from everybody's perspective, and I think we've hit the mark. I think if you, we we had that red carpet, and we personally had people invite people that had nothing to do with derbies. Yep. And we did the red carpet because we wanted to see what the perspective from non-derby world was. Right. And so you see, if some there's testimonials, those were true people that didn't do the derby world. Right. And it was like. Right. That's what we were after, and I, I think it was good. Yeah. Right. And the video, you got to admit, some of those in-car camera hits and video, yeah. oh, Lord have mercy. Yeah. <laughs> the footage, I mean, you got plenty of great footage. There's no doubt about that. And we have about 400 hours of that stuff on camera, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we talked with uh, Rocco. He's said he's got a lot of stuff they're going to work on, putting out some individual heat stuff, stuff like that. Well, there's a here. ton of stuff out there. Uh, and you, you use... Two percent. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, yeah. There's no way you're getting all that in there. But at the same time, you need all the footage because you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be collecting all that to get the best experience for the end product. We're actually creating a video from all the Vegas stuff with stuff showing the plaza, and we're gonna create a really nice video. Sure. And present it to the plaza. So okay. So we can use it for plaza experience stuff, and then hopefully, it'll entice them to say, "Let's do this again." <laughs> Right. Yeah. You know, and see what we can do. It's yeah. Called angles. Work on the angles. Yeah, you have, you have to. to. And it's, you know, with, with that whole with the the show itself, yeah, there's a lot of people there that would never have even went to Vegas had that show not been there. Right. Well, you heard about the jail across the street, didn't you? Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Uh-uh. So the first show, mm-hmm. which was three, I think they were 30, 35 car shows. They were just three heats, a garage, a main, and a mini car, and they were just. In and out in three hours, go party. Oh, yeah. Uh, yep. Trophy ceremony out underneath there. We had midget wrestling and everything going yep. for it. We had a bunch of stuff prep for them. <laughs> well, that was a party. Um, but during that show, right across the street from the arena, if you well, looked up right. at the building, there's that bars now. on the one. That was the jail. Yeah. And they said that uh, somebody came from over after the, that works for the jail, and they said, you couldn't see what was going on there. But all the inmates were up against that windows, just pounding on the walls just because they got to, you know, what do they get to see? They get to see out on the street and cars passing. Right. Right. They got to see a derby, man, and it was riling up the prison inmates. That's awesome. And they said it was crazy, the excitement going on inside the prison. We're didn't like, know that. I like, didn't know, I, now that you say that, I remember that. It was across the street, but uh, and we're like, I never even thought of how that. How many of them there was there? We're going to send you a bill for 35 bucks a person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, no, you know, it's, it, it's yeah, it was, what a, what a show. Right. So, uh, aside from that, what's what's next? What what path is Stern Dirt going to take? Stern Dirt is on, uh, you hear the word status quo. Yeah. We've got our fair shows. We've, you know, all the big shows, uh, 
last one we had was Wasatch Wipeout, the 50 to win. Um, that never actually won. It got split because there was rules that, you know, Utah you is about, and I, and I talk Utah, I'm not saying any shows are bad. I think, you know, I, I, was, th- I was like, what are we going to talk about on this podcast? And I'm yeah. like, I can go to a show Midwest that I think is the most boring, absolutely waste of a show, in my personal opinion. Yep. But the guy standing right next to me is as involved as any driver in any show in Utah and is passionate about that show and is excited and riled up. There's not no such thing as a good show, bad show. Right. But um, Utah shows, we want to keep going what we have. And so right. I tell you, we had a Wasatch wipeout I was bringing up that we wanted everything to be over in 25 minutes. Right. So we put rules in place, and then it didn't happen. And so drivers didn't lose their money, but I, instead of giving it to one person, we spread it out to sure. everybody. And a lot of people didn't like it. Right. I got a lot of crap and flack over it, but it is what it is. And right. I, I said it, had to do it. I couldn't back out of it, yeah. or else I created another reputation. So, right. So we're, we we lost that show. We got out, frankly, we got outbid, um, which was fine. We, we're slowing down. Right. If if there was something interesting come up that was different, like Vegas can come back or something like that, we'd do we'd be interested in playing or right. something else. But right now we're still doing seven shows and every one of them are successful. They're sold out. They're I we almost call them cookie cutter. Right. Close your eyes, you can run the show. Right. And then Johnny is Misunderstood a lot of times. You know, he's got some people that fr- get frustrated by him and everything. Yeah. But when it comes to promoting and marketing, there's nobody better in the country. Yeah. Boy can do it. Yeah. And so we're, right now, it's simple for him. He's semi-retired. Put those seven shows on. Have a successful. Drivers like him. Drivers get paid. Right. If something new came along, you know, it's like what Sam Williams is doing this year. Right, right. There was something like that. Not us doing a show with him, but where we could put on a series of with, you know, there was always talk of grabbing that, you know, that shows is from what I, and to be fair, I haven't read into it a lot. Yeah. But if every show was individually as strong as the end, right? Not all you guys are helping me, but we're all equal in. Right. And we put on a big show together as a big group at the end of the year. Right. That would be interesting. Right. Right. That would be fun. Yeah. Right. You know, maybe we can get seven promoters to help put on Vegas and we put everybody does their shows and we all cross promote. So right. that would be interesting. Yeah, it would be. Those are the kind of things. We're up for something new and exciting that Johnny likes a challenge. Right. And so we'll see. Yeah. Never say never. You know, you never know in the sport. <laughs> yeah, somebody come up with a crazy idea tomorrow that might just be you know, something that's and, never been done. And you know what's going to make anything pop- new is good. Right. Yeah. People are, you know, you, Blizzard Bash is probably one of my, I'm a big fan. Yeah. You know, people say, oh, you know, they all get whining and complain. I'm like, where are you going to get that? Yeah. Where else? Right. True. You think Sam's going to do it? South Dakota? November, December, South Dakota. You're not cold in North Dakota. You're not cold. Oh, I know. I know. I'm like, 
And that, yeah. and, you know, the feedback I'm getting across the country, I've talked to a lot. of Everybody talks about it. I mean, right. Sam's a good marketer. He knows how to market yeah. himself. Well, absolutely. Um, everybody's like, so what do you think? I'm like, what do you think? And they're like, do you know how cold it is up there? Yeah. You know, it's not like typically a destination city in November, December. Right. So um, I don't know if Topeka, Kansas is either, but right. you've got, man, that's a show. A little for everybody. You know, everybody's like, team show. First day and maybe the second day are the show. Yeah. Everything else are. I don't even care if I watch. I, yeah. I, yeah, like the national feature. And national heats, I like. Heats is where it's Heats, at. but the feature. It's too, I'm not going to say it's rigged because I don't believe it's rigged, but it's pecking order. Yeah. And they're all friends. You know, yeah. and they've all been running against each other. They know years. who is going to be at the end. There's, and there's nothing day. wrong with that. But I'm just right. telling you. If you want to say, "Hey, come and do this," you have a chance. You don't have a chance, right? I mean, you. Ha- we had a team come out of Utah, back Mont Sweat, TJ yeah. yep. Wolf, and that they took four Cordobas out there. Yeah, I remember that. And they said, "This." I, I think their personality going into it was, I mean, they couldn't have picked it better. They got. Brzezinski, yep. um, all those guys were in their heat. I mean, yep. they couldn't have drove it, drew it any better. Right. They said, this heat is our championship. Right, yeah. Because they knew after that heat, they didn't have it. Right. It'll be, and they went out there and trashed it, destroyed their cars. Right. And guess what? They won that heat. Right. And, you know, going home out of that, it's like, it wasn't for – on one in the main event, it was one right. and one in the heat, and we beat you. Right, right. To right. me, that was pretty cool. I was, I was like, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we can go home. Yep, yep. You're right though. The, the first two nights in the heats when it's team versus team, and only one one's coming out of there. I love it. That's where it's at. It is. Yeah. I mean, that's that's where it's at. There's no political anything in that. It's, there's only, there's only one team coming out of this and advancing. Right. Or maybe you know sometimes you end up with a with a three team heat, but regardless. That's where the fun is. And you watch as they go on. After heats one, if you're a driver, your skill is, let's say you're a Don Santel. Yep. Best drivers in the country. He's amazing. The boy yep. can drive. He's, yep. he's dedicated. But he's got a different driving style than the, than the heat style. Right, right. Once you get out of the heat, if you're qualifying, you say, Don, bring it home for us. You know, because you ha- then there becomes strategy. Yeah. And in those heats, it's it's. Yeah. Like, Gladiators, yeah, yeah. killer yep. be killed. That's yep. that's and, exactly and it. And so it's it's it, the whole format there changes, and that's what makes it so fun and different. Right, uh, it's, it's truly one of my favorite shows. Is probably Kansas. I don't know how you, you know, I've been to the one in March, and it's just a show. That blizzard, that Blizzard Bash, there's something to that. Yeah, yeah, and as much as there is, it's any show. There's always politics and there's always oh, the drama it. with the promoters afterwards but that's any show yeah, and say, quite just, frankly that's if those people opening door to get in the house it's yeah just part of it quite frankly if those people leave someone new is going to take their spot oh yeah always down there it's just how it's going to happen and maybe sometimes that needs to happen to get some I've fresh heard blood rumors in. that some of the nationals guys are going to jump up and follow sam up north and great that's awesome it doesn't, it doesn't hurt but Maybe it gives us a chance for new guys. Yeah, you need that flesh, that fresh blood, and yep. and again, if you've done the same show five straight years, sometimes right. it's fun to try a different venue. Something, yeah, right, absolutely. It's not bad for the driver. It's not bad for the show, because you know, 
everybody watching the same team. I mean, it was sort of cool saying, what's, what's Brzezinski going to bring this year? I right. mean, that's, that's the question. Right. At the end of the week, it's like, what are they going to do? Right, right. It's like, you know, two years ago when they brought those wagons, I was like. Yeah, the viral wagons, yeah. That's awesome. Yep. You know, they kicked him out. I'm like, I'm like I want to see what that thing's going to do. Yeah, or Sean did. Porth's caddy wagon oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, two years ago or whatever it was. Man, I'd have loved to see that thing. Caddy wagon? Yeah. I'm like, you know, my everybody's like, if you're you're promoters. Yeah. Do you get a question? What do you think about their call there? Do, they, do people ever call and ask you that question? What do you think about the call they made? I'm like, yeah, not my show. That's, that's I do exactly not care. right. I get that. We constantly get that. But I'm like, my whole thought process was, I know what you're allowed to get away with and build a car there. What was the big deal? Right. Right. I mean, I would have loved to seen the because I'm. Them cars are, you know, the, they're the best of the best when it comes to building, creating something. Absolutely. Yes. And yeah. it's like, I wouldn't like to see it run just for the fact they're like, well, it doesn't fit this rule. I'm like, does any of those cars really fit the rule? 90% of the, Ameri- 90% of the drivers across the country see those builds and say, they're all cheated. Right. Like, they're not. Because, I mean, they're, that's what, when you go to a show, you know that you can do that. So it's not right. cheated. Right. But it's like, that's where you're going to draw your line in the sand is because it was a, I'm like, America wants to see that car yeah, run. Oh, yeah. And, oh. The thing is, too, when you go to a show of that quality, you know, every one of them drivers has to push the limit. Yeah. Have if you to. don't. You have to or you're going to get killed out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's just the right, way it is. Right. You're going to get killed but out there. The rule is if you don't have to cut 20 hours, you've underbelt or something <laughs> like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, when you go to a show of that quality, especially them big team shows and like Blizzard Bash, for instance, you know, it's been one of the biggest shows in the country for years, you know, on the team scale. Some of them names, you go run through any year and like look at the names of the drivers down there and that like, if you pay attention half of the Derby world, you can recognize half of the names on there and it's go, the who's right? who? That's right. exactly it. And who? go, okay, that's wild. That's going to be a wild heat. Oh, that one is too, you know. It is, it is truly... The Daytona 500 of derbies. Yeah. Um, it is truly the – it is the king of the hill until it gets knocked off. And I don't even know how you knock it off because as they leave, people will replace them. Yeah. Well, but with that happening, it's going to change the show. It will. It will. Um, but even the people say there is a few people that, you know, go up to Sam show, which is fun. Like you said, they want to go try something new. Most of those national drivers have been doing it for years you know, they probably won't be doing it a lot longer. You know, they're whatever, middle-aged, upper middle-aged. So, so. coast-to-coast, you guys are all over now doing this. Yep. Do you see a shift in theories on derby builds going from here yes. back yes. down yes. to here? Yes, 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 100%. And I don't think it's going to change. I I think you. I what I would like to see, and I think really is, is one or two of those Build shows a year like Blizzard be, Bash, like Blizzard Keep Bash. Keep it there. Then everybody else stay down. Yes, uh, because yes. Number one, well, and, I, and maybe I'm wrong because Blizzard Bash is everybody's like, why is it six? It sells seventy five hundred seats out. It did the last couple of years. That's right, pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. But there's not very many. I call them off the street fans shows right that's right. 7500 well it's probably 6500 people 
right. that have flown into that city to watch that show. Yep. Right. That's a desti- we call them a destination show. Yep. yep. Um, you know, there's a few. There's not very many of those kind of shows out there. I mean, no. there's that one. Bash for Cash is sort of that way. Right. Um, I think that's what Sam's trying to build with his gold. Is it gold? What is gold, it? gold rush. Gold yeah. rush. Yeah. yeah. I think that's what he's trying to build is this new, you know, and trying to pull other cities shows along with it. But I'm more interested in season two than I am season one. Yeah. I want to see what how they pull season one off. But right. There needs to be a East Coast um, destination show, a West Coast destination show. Vegas was truly that, a destination right. show. Oh, yeah, so yeah. if we could have kept that going, it would have been a true true destination show. Right, yeah. um, right. I don't know if there's any show that's ever had people travel farther than Vegas. And we had one guy who was 56 hours. Yeah, that's... Was up, can, up above New York and Canada, coming like 56 hours, I'm like... He's at our show, and I'm like, are you crazy? You know, I wouldn't do, you know, that's. I thought I was crazy for driving 21. Yeah, 50, it was, I think it was 56 hours. I'm like, that's oh. just nuts. And it's not just the car you got to get there. It's the parts. It's the tools. It's. You take a month off of work <laughs> to yeah. drive that far. Yeah. Well, that, yeah. It's uh, Vegas. Uh, but it, he says, it's Vegas. And I'm like, yeah. it, it and most of the people that showed for that Destiny show had never been to Vegas. Right. So that's what, that's what made it cool, too. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, but uh, back to the, you know, a lot of the experienced drivers that we've got um, up in the Midwest there. You know, we've talked to some guys in Montana, a lot of the drivers in North Dakota, um, some guys over Minnesota, I mean, South Dakota. The guys that have been doing it for a long time, especially the guys that have worked their way up into builds over the years, I think up in the Midwest, you know, builds obviously, I mean, across the country, but in the past six, seven years went this way. Mm-hmm. Some of them guys that have been doing it for a long, 15, 20 years, they're like, Here's where we want to be because now that I'm getting older, I'd still like to enjoy the sport, but I don't have the time, ambition, honestly, to I don't want right. to have to build a car for three months for one show. Like, if you give me a set of rules where I can throw a car together in a weekend, and when you got that kind of knowledge base and experience, you can. Sure. They're like, right. then I can run more and I can enjoy it with less stress involved and less family time missed. Right. And there is something to be said about that because I don't, I don't know how much fun – Blizzard bash is once they get there. I mean, the competitive when you're in the car, mm-hmm. man, that month before, month and a half before, right. the it's whole weekend, yeah. you see a guy loading up in his truck to go home after that show, they're done. Yeah. They are eat. done. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, that that is a true lover of driving. I mean, somebody that's going to put it all out there, he just did. Right. And, and you have to appreciate him. But to me, I'm like, Right. It's just not my personality. I yep. mean, right. the one and done's at Blizzard Bash. Oh, yeah. Tow it out there. Just truck, trailer, <laughs> yeah. load it out there. Go no kill tools. it. Load it. Strap it. Let's go. You know, that's, yeah. that's what it's about. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, you talk about work like in Blizzard Bash. And we already spoke about Devin from up in Canada. You know, Blizzard Bash there. Granted, I mean, he's got a team of guys, you know, that. You have to. That, you know, but I think. He went through three motors at Blizzard Bash, I think. This year, yeah. Three. Yeah. I mean, you a motor at heat, basically. Yeah, so. <laughs> I mean, you want to talk about being dead, you know, and the amount of work they put into building the car to start with and then to not sleep for three days down there. Yeah. By the time that show's over, I'm some of them glad guys are. I am glad that there, there's drivers that do, do that. Because that. that's yeah. part of the entertainment value. Yeah. To, 
you know, I watch Thursday Friday show, which is the the one on ones. Yeah, that's what I watch. Yep. The rest of the weekend when I go out there, I usually walk into the garage, just shaking my head, watching what they're doing, mm-hmm. and appreciating what they're doing. You know, right? I have never had anybody rent a tent. And have it shipped over to a show of ours, even when we were doing a two-day show. Yeah. And shipping in a tent, I'm like, there's dedication. Oh, yeah. But again, you have to appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And the best of the best. You know, you talk to Don Santels. It is great to to walk into a room and, you know, see a Don Santel sitting there and go, that's one of the, you know, it's sort of like if you were, if you're a huge NASCAR fan and, Jeff Gordon walked by. You know, <laughs> Jeff Gordon. Yeah. Right. You know, I'm like, I used to like NASCAR. Now I've been, hey, Jeff, you know. Right. I see Don, I'm like, that's one of the best. Right. You know, yep. you, you, you look at some of these guys and you're like, right there is royalty, right? There. Right. And, and that's cool that we have that in this sport. Right. Right. Um, yeah, love it. You know, it's one of the one of the better things to come out of, you know, the, the world going to a lot more social media stuff and um you know things being televised now and pay-per-views and stuff like that where people that can can see some of these shows they're able to follow kind of drivers throughout the year versus before you know 10 15 years ago you didn't hear anything about it unless you went to the show right social media has made derbies 10 times better yep made them 10 times worse facts there's so (laughs) much bad that comes out of social media yes and you know the i call it the and maybe not the social media per se, because you know there's guys that are doing YouTube and all, and, and it's fantastic. I mean, we're seeing right. Where am I going to see a show in New York? Right. You know, until you know the podcast. You you know your Mark Kleins, your your um, you know Josh and those guys. Mm-hmm. They do great jobs. I mean, right. everybody complains about oh this that. And I'm like. They're presenting something to you that you'll never be able to see, right? If it wasn't for them, right? right. You'd be grateful that there's not. If five companies were doing it, right? Thank you, right? You know, now it's the where I don't like is when they pull up their computer, open the screen, and want to tell you how that derby was when they were not even there. there. <laughs> that's the part that's the negative is these guys that think they're derby right. gods that. Where were you? <laughs> I'm not going to say they're not relevant because they're a fan. Right. Um, but they're really, they just need to right. shut the keyboard down and watch it and enjoy. Yeah. Right. So that's my, there's my political two cents right there. Yeah. Right. Especially from the promotion side of it. Yeah. There you know. Keeps, hey, criticism is never, not always a bad thing. Right. Criticism's made Stern Dirt a lot better. and Right. And, got to have it. Guess what? This year, we're going to make some mistakes. Yeah, well, that's just how it is. Yep. And I apologize now. We're going to make some. <laughs> yeah. um, Everyone's human. But, it, but it, honestly, it does make you better, too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you don't have the feedback, one good or bad, I mean, right. you're not going to make any improvements. You, you really want to see what, you know, the Jeff Christmans, when they come in and they criticize or say something, and this is a but, you know, it's like, I'm probably not listening to you right now because the show when you're doing it it's right here everything's still live but tomorrow as we're home and we talk about it you know we have changed a lot of things after the fact because you know trying to listen to what somebody said and they're like maybe he's right (laughs) we've heard we've heard that done that a lot right 
you know, that's, yeah, you just have to. Yeah. At least we could go on that one forever, but. Right. Yeah, how many hours we got this? No. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't have much else here. No, I, I don't have much else for you. Right. Tear it up and appreciate you having me on, and it's great to tell Derby lies because it's all been lies. Yeah, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we'll catch you, catch you at a show this year. Right. Talk to you later. <laughs>